Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. Welcome back to Soul Health Mentor Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm talking about one of my favorite times of year and a sacred self-care practice that I started implementing very consciously in 2020, in December 2020. It might have been 2019. And I will introduce you to different practices that I've been incorporating since 2014 when I decided to return to natural rhythms and cycles of the earth. But before I do this, I do want to give you a heads up. I've got a bit of a cold. (laughs) We're in the deepest of winter right now and there's this arctic storm of cold sweeping the nation and even though I live in Georgia it has been really really cold and that's why it's called a cold the cold got me so you'll hear it I've got a cough drop in my mouth so you might hear that too and I just wanted to give you a heads up because it makes me feel safe I don't hold myself to a standard of perfection not at all I hold myself to a standard of grace and making sure that I regularly show up for you, brilliant listener, and the message of this podcast, which is all about out of your mind and into your heart wisdom, and reconnecting yourself to natural rhythms and cycles in alignment with the Earth's cycles, the moon cycles, the planetary cycles, is such a heart wisdom practice that it is the reason I'm so excited to talk about this today. Your mind, your monkey mind, your conditioned mind, modern life, society at large might tell you, no, 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 you can't slow down. You've got to speed up because you've got to do so many things to prepare for Christmas, to prepare for any other type of gathering that you might be celebrating. Whatever you are celebrating, during this time of the holy days and holy nights, there's a lot to do. Yes, I understand. (laughs) But literally, animals start hibernating in the winter. Animals start retreating. And we as humans have removed ourselves so far from our true nature, which is nature itself, that it takes conscious effort to reconnect. So in Germany, there's a setup where you are able to choose, not everybody does, but you are able to choose that you're going to retreat for Christmas. It might be stressful before Christmas, getting all the things organized, but all the stores will close at 2 p.m in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. In Germany, you open presents on Christmas Eve and then you have two national holidays which are called the first Christmas holiday 
and the second Christmas holiday, where you get the opportunity to spend time with one side of the family, and then the second holiday, the other side of the family, while celebrating on Christmas Eve with your immediate family. So that's a setup that creates a lot of space for retreat. And in between years, there isn't much happening. So there's a lot of offices that close, they go on their holiday, their vacation time, or it just is closed officially between years. And when I got to the States, that is not the case. And it was such a shock to my system that so many people in the United States aren't even guaranteed a day off on Christmas. There's a lot of people working on Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the 25th, never ever getting the chance to slow down. And that's when I had to make the conscious effort that I was going to build the practice that works for me. And that's when I started consciously slowing down on winter solstice, which is Yule, and all of these pagan traditions that are based on natural rhythms and cycles, they find their origin in Europe. So I kind of reconnected to my European roots in a way that I didn't connect in Germany because I kind of just took things for granted. I took certain things that, that happen in Europe for granted and I thought it was normal and of course it's normal living in Germany and Europe it's normal but coming to the States it no longer is normal and the time between years for me personally became a time that I needed to make sacred. It was my job to disconnect from society at large here in the US and to make it sacred because it is sacred to me because when I tune in, I can feel that I'm supposed to slow down. I can feel that I'm supposed to hibernate a bit, retreat a bit, digest the past year, assimilate the wisdom nuggets and forgive myself and others. Basically create this clean slate by digesting everything that happened in the last year, celebrating my wins, and only then could I begin to make plans for manifesting my soul desires in the next year. So for me, it's returning to the source of things, to the source of me, which is my heart and soul, and to the source of my life, and to the source of my divinity, to the source of Mother Nature, anything that means source for you, the desires of the heart. And in Germany, many have rediscovered the Rauhnächte, those are the 12 holy nights, or they've always known about it. And it is the darkest time of the year, and in Germany, it gets dark at 4 p.m., which is super drastic. <laughs> and then the light starts returning, beginning on the winter solstice, which is the darkest night of the year, and slowly the light returns. So in the darkest night of the soul, <laughs> interesting that I just used that term, in the darkest night of the soul, you need to get comfortable with the dark 
And we don't get taught to get comfortable with the dark, to digest the difficult feelings, to heal what needs healing. And you can only heal when you can feel. And you can only change once you can see. And it is the darkest night in the year, winter solstice. And around Christmas time, many experience the darkest night of their soul because they are feeling sad for many reasons. They are craving harmonious family dynamics and they might find themselves in dysfunctional family dynamics. They are craving a romantic relationship with their soul partner and might be finding themselves in a dysfunctional relationship or are single. Whatever it may be, there's a lot of feelings around this time. So the 12 holy nights, the practice of the Raunechte, is the darkest time of the year that invites you to rest and reflect. It is the perfect time to go into oneself and to deal with one's desires, but also deal with one's grievances. Clearing those grievances is so important. So a small retreat from the hustle and bustle of everyday life to prepare for the new is such a magical and powerful practice. The origins of the Raunechte actually lies in the transition of the moon calendar to the solar calendar. The lunar year only has 354 days. So that's actually the natural rhythm and cycle of a lunar year, which leaves 12 nights or days that are left over. And it is the sacred in-between time, the sacred neutrality between years, this opportunity to look at your life anchored in sacred neutrality, to grieve your losses, celebrate your win, your win or wins, and forgive yourself and others so that you can start with a clean slate with rituals that help you manifest your soul desires. And there's not much official knowledge about the Raunechte practice that finds its origins in the Celtic pagan traditions, Germanic ancestry. There's not much about that in written form because the way teachings were passed on was by word of mouth. The first writings about this sacred time was actually in the 16th century. So in this episode, I present you with modern life practices, with feel-good rituals that help you manifest the dream your soul has for you, which is basically your heart's wishes. When your heart whispers to you, that is your soul whispering to you. And I will introduce you to clearing rituals to close out the year powerfully. So one of the first rituals is simple. It is the ritual of smudging your space. You can smudge with smudge sticks and sage, or you can use, I don't know the English word now, Weihrauch is the German word. It is... Oh man, 
it is something you put on hot coal and then you smudge your area. Those are my favorite, that's my favorite way of smudging my space. So some love smudging with herbs. I love smudging with Weihrauch. And setting an intention for 2023. Some talk, that's the second ritual, some talk of the word of the year or a sentence of the year. But I'm going to tell you that if you haven't done the work to digest and assimilate all that has happened to you in the past year, you are energetically cluttered and in an energetically cluttered space, nothing new can take form because there's still old wounds, old things lurking in your subconscious and you're manifesting from that space. So setting an intention for 2023 takes reviewing your past year. And the most wonderful tool I found to do that in the simplest of ways is a year compass that you can find in so many different languages, English and German and many different other languages, at yearcompass.com. And I love this tool so much that I make sure that I donate to their cause via their Patreon account every year when I download my technically free compass. But I think it's such a great thing that they did as a community that I want to reward that. So I invite you to check that out and to make some time, a few hours, a few hours retreating to digest your 2022 and plan your 2023 by connecting to your heart's wishes and soul desires. Another wonderful way to reflect the past year and the present moment and the future to come is to do an oracle card reading, quite an ex extensive one. I did this for you, Soul Health Mentor, brilliant listener, beautiful soul and strong heart. I actually did a very extensive oracle card reading for us for the collective of listeners that listens to this podcast, which I will introduce you to every month of the next year. And what I did for every month, I drew three cards. One card asking, what is the past teaching me? Then what is necessary in the present? And what do I have to look forward to in the future? So we always have a card representing the past, a card representing the presence, and a card representing the future. I can let you know the card pull for January, which I'll talk more about in January, is the wisdom of the shadow showed up in the past as resistance. And then the Wild Hearts Rise Up Oracle let us know in the present that it's going to take boldness to overcome this resistance, the internal resistance. And the Divine Feminine Oracle, the Wisdom of the Divine Feminine Oracle, let us know that we get to look forward to embodiment. 
embodying your divinity is embodying your higher self, is embodying your divine potential. And I know that you as a listener of this podcast are interested in fulfilling your divine potential, in knowing your spiritual gifts, in healing your wounds, in empowering yourself and feeling your feelings so you can heal them and seeing your blind spots so that you can see and change. So that's something you can do for yourself personally for every single month. And then you can reflect on last year via the Oracle card and what happened in your life. You can reflect on the present moment. What is it asking for you? What do you need to clean up right now? And what do you have to look forward to in 2023? I always talk about soul desires and heart's wishes because our ego can come up with this whole list of things we should do, must do, and it has very little to do with our heart and soul. The heart and soul whispers. It's not very loud. The ego monkey mind is very loud and complicated. And that's why I like to use Oracle to circumvent what the mind, the monkey mind specifically, wants to contrive. And Oracle opens up the communication with your heart, soul, and higher self. And once you have pulled Oracle for you and downloaded the year compass and printed it and went through what you're letting go of, of the last year, then you can do a fire ritual and you can write down everything that you're willing to let go that you do not want to take into the next year. And you can also write it's like letters to yourself. So one letter is all about the things that you want to let go of. And the other letter is all the things you're looking forward to embracing and to embodying. And then you have a little fire ritual around it. And you allow fire to transform like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Fire transforms everything that you no longer need, everything that no longer serves you and fuels your heart's wishes, fuels your fire, your passion, your soul desires. And these are my four favorite rituals that I do anytime during those 12 nights and I have done it on one day before. It all depends what your schedule allows for and over the years I've gotten more extensive and spacious with my sacred self-care rituals and with my natural rhythms and cycles and the wheel of the year. It is a beautiful luxury that is not a luxury. It's actually a necessity to ground your dreams into prosperous reality in 2023 and beyond. Let me summarize the four rituals once again. So it's smudging your space, setting an intention for 2023, using the year compass to also digest your 2022, using oracle cards to discern the divine order of your life, and I let you know that I did this for a community of listeners. So you get to look forward to me sharing about that every month. 
And lastly, doing a fire ritual to let go of things that no longer serve you and to activate your heart's desires for 2023 and beyond. Thank you so much for being here. I cherish you. I adore you. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to share and spread the message, then I'd be so grateful if you shared it with like-minded hearts and souls, with your family and friends. And if you could leave a review on Apple, if you're an Apple user, on Spotify, you can leave stars. And on Amazon, you can leave stars and a review. I would be so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And see you next time and hear you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 